Oddity Files is part of the Just What I Needed network, and we hope we're just what you needed. Oddity Files, the podcast. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. We're, I'm all out of sorts, because we're recording on a Saturday, which we normally do a Tuesday, but I'm kind of liking it at the same time, because, you know, I am not a party animal by any shape, form, or assemblance. Oh, yeah. So, this is a good Saturday night for me. This <laughs> I'm is a, socializing. This is the most eventful Saturday night I've had in quite some time, so I don't know what same. that says about me, but... <laughs> well... <laughs> Here we are, anyway. But you guys... Are hopefully listening on a Friday to Oddity Files, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. And I'm Nick Floyd. And we are here to talk about creepy, cryptid, otherworldly, and disappearing ugly cream soda cans. Yep. For those <laughs> of you on Patreon. <laughs> on Patreon, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so weird. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, it looks great. Other, I mean, if I don't move too quick, yeah. which normally I don't anyway, so it's fine. That, 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 is, that is Star Wars, right? Because I got kind of like a Battlestar Galactica vibe going on, too, and, and now my geek is torn. No, it's um, uh, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey is what it is. Oh. Something space age. I was wrong <laughs> on all counts. Surprise! It's, it's all the same thing. <laughs> well, it's all make-believe, <laughs> it's right? All, I mean, is it? Or know. is it? <laughs> I don't know. So... I was scrolling on the socials, and I was checking the uh, the Facebook fan group, mm-hmm. Oddity Files fan group, for those of you on the Facebook, and a guy who actually runs the paranormal high school team for my alma mater high school, Pete Greist from the Griffith High School paranormal team, posted in our our fan group that Zach Bagans has, this isn't even the paranormal in the news, but it's newsworthy. So he has bought a screen used, the, one of the, I'm assuming, screen used clown from Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. And the article claims it's haunted, but we as weirdos know that whole franchise was haunted for $80,000. Zach Baggins did. Mm-hmm. That's all. That seems like grand. a. That seems like a lot of money. Um. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had one laying around to sell them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the same as well. But like, isn't it a prop? Like, it's not from the movie though. Yeah. It is. It's it's a screen used from the original Poltergeist. Okie dokie. <laughs> I I. I know somebody that has one of them as well. So, I mean, I know they're out there. Yeah. It, um, that uh, seems just like a massive waste of money, but uh, (laughs) who am I to tell you what to buy with your money? I don't know. It makes sense for Zach, because apparently he's got more money than God at this point, is, is what this whole article told me, first and foremost. Yeah. But secondly, that specific character i guess is what you'd call it from that specific movie fucked a lot of people up yeah so it makes sense for zach to want that 
to me. You know my love-hate relationship with Mr. Baggins. I love him and I love to hate him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So and then, so that went up last night, real time. And then this morning I get on the Twitters, and he tweets that his dreams have come true because he bought Castle Dracula. Like uh, the the place. That's what I thought at first. And I'm like, oh my god, how much money does this man have? Yeah, I mean, like Is quarantine. It the ghost adventures deal. Quarantine <laughs> Is shopping. It the I know. It's crazy, but I mean, I spend like $8 on shit I don't need, but no, I don't buy a mm, fucking same. castle. Scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, and, and that, I kept seeing that tweet popping up in my feed because people were liking it and whatever else. And then yeah. I click on it and I go to his actual Twitter page. Apparently, it as well is a movie prop from the movie Dracula. Yeah, how much did that cost, though? That He didn't tweet that, and TMZ didn't write about it either. They're just worried about the poltergeist doll. But <sighs> allegedly, he's going to keep that doll in his bedroom. Cool. I mean... Okay. Sweet. Does he have a Chewbacca <laughs> jacket to throw over it is what the real question is. And will it be at the foot of his bed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I had, like, a phase where I was like... Movie props are cool, and I'm a huge movie nerd, and I want to collect it. And then I saw the yeah. price tag on some of those things, and I'm like, you know, I could buy something on Etsy and tell okay. and like put it on display in my home. Because like, what is it mm-hmm. for? Like, is it to remind yourself that like you spent money on something, like that you've made it, or is it just like a party trick that where you invite people over? You're like, welcome to my room of props. Here is the yeah. poltergeist doll, but. I could literally make a room of props in my house and like go on Etsy and find somebody who made the Jumanji board or go get this. And then I could tell people like, these are, these were used at one point on the movie and everyone would go, Oh, wow. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So Chris and I went through that phase as well. Um, (laughs) I think the most expensive prop we ever bought was from the movie Assassins. Have you seen it? Assassins? Why does it sound... I, it, it's got Julia, Julia the Redhead from... Oh, my God. From the, the te- Edgar... Oh, Egerton. Uh, Taron Egerton movie. The last one. The Redhead. Oh, fuck. Brain fart. What was his last movie? Do you ever see The Kingsman? Yeah. Uh, the second Kingsman? The lady oh. who was on the island. Oh, yeah, Julia, um, uh, Julia Moore. Yeah. Yes. So she was in it. Maybe a Sylvester Stallone. I don't know. They were assassins. That's and at the very cut. end scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the 2000s, <laughs> late 90s, maybe. Um, but at the very end scene, there was this case of money that they were carrying around. Mm. And Chris found it on eBay. And he's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Where is it now? I have no fucking clue. It's probably in a storage unit next to my haunted wheelchair. There you go. You know, and I think that's at the end of the day, like when it stops becoming a party trick, it probably like that poltergeist doll will wind up in some shed that's full of Zach Baggins shit. (laughs) Or, you know, his haunted museum, which I mean, at least he does have a backup plan for it, whereas I do not. 
Yeah, I feel like that's a good piece. Like, if you would have told me, Zach Baggins spends 80 grand on Poltergeist movie prop for museum, I would have been like, sweet. What a great way to open yeah. the door to your museum and be like, welcome everybody. Before you did, here's Poltergeist, a movie that changed my life and also probably changed yours. Here's a prop from mm -hmm. it. Now enter the museum. That would yeah. be a, a investment piece. I, I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a stretch, but I, I'm I'm on the same page as you. So at least you know he didn't buy those real life skeletons they used in the actual first movie that ended up cursing the entire franchise and killing several people. Yeah. So kudos Zach on that. <laughs> Good job. You did something right. I wonder what. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder whatever happened to those. The skeletons. I mean, did they cremate them? Yeah. I bet they cremated them. They had to have or like buried them in some hole until some like kid stumbles across a construction site and like digs them up <laughs> one Jumanji day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Full circle. Full See circle. what I did there? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, I I hope to someday have a, 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 a mini museum that I can show my cool friends like you, Nick. I don't want, you know, like a Zach Baggins style haunted museum. And uh, someday... Yeah. I've got to start. I've got a few things here and there, and uh, this is going to be the worst segue ever. Now I have a book. <laughs> I was going to, if you weren't going to, I was going to, and be like, and one of those rooms in the museum will be all the books that you write in the next <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. I was, tr I was stretching, and that is the hardest stretch right there. So if anybody's still even listening to me right now. My book got released, oh, and I am... You mean this book? <laughs> oh, you did not. You did not just pull that card. I did. <laughs> You're so awesome. Oh, uh, yes, it's called I'd Rather Talk to Dead People, and it's... Uh, it's out. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on... Just can't stop staring at that ass. Um, you can get it on Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> when Nick got his book in the mail, he took a picture, because this is a running joke between the two of us, of this ass on my book. He just took a close-up picture of the ass and texted it to me. It was so magical. Oh, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so it's out, and all, all my friends and family have bought it. So now, listeners, it's your turn. Head on over, just search I'd Rather Talk to Dead People. Um I, I'm super excited, not as scared as I was like the first entire week, um, but tonight, as we're recording this on a Saturday night at 3 a.m., so actually tomorrow morning, I get to be on fucking coast to coast a.m., which smokes. is the holy grail of paranormal radio. That's, so, that's early. Yeah, they're on Pacific time, and I'm not, so oh, trying they, to figure out whether... It's midnight, they go on? Yeah. Uh. yeah. So I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to stay up or if I'm going to try to s take a little nap and then yeah. get back up. Just a little we'll cat nap. And, and you know, if yeah. you, you want to know what her book sounds like, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's what, one more time for everybody. That's the book. That, yeah. <laughs> Available now. That's the book. Available now. And please, if you have read it, rate, review. No, you just rate and review. There is no subscribing to the book. Because my very first review was one fucking star. That's just my life. 
It really, some guy that didn't even buy it. He's like, well, I read the, the entry and um, this writing is ferocious and blah, 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 blah. I'm not claiming to be a writer. I hunt ghosts. And I'm letting you into my head. And I've warned you before this book even came out that that's a weird little scary little place. <laughs> so fuck him and his horse. He never rode in on or even read the entire book. So there we go. He never read in on. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yep, here we go. Saturday night. We're only 12 minutes in. <laughs> I'm putting back the Diet Pepsis like nobody's business. I know. I need to get a White Claw from the fridge instead of this non-alcoholic seltzer water. Um, But yeah, it's been super exciting. A super amazing run. And it's... It's finally happened. So, I mean, you guys have been on this journey with me since the beginning. So, congratulations, guys. We had a book. <laughs> we, we had a book together. <laughs> we did. We totally did. But speaking of that book, this is a much better segue. Guys, this is going to be our, not our final, but our last until next year episode <sighs> we're putting out. I, I, I need to focus on taking care of myself and staying hydrated and just a little staying mental hydrated. clarity. Staying hydrated. <laughs> you should have just yes. stopped there and been like, I need to focus on staying hydrated and just staying hydrated for the next month. Just, so I'm that's taking it. A <laughs> Mama's feeling the burn <laughs> out, baby. So, I'm going to be laying in the um, pool for a month, just soaking all that water in, getting as hydrated as I want to prune get out and then rehydrate is what I want to do. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so we're going to take a break for the month of December and we'll be back at it in 2021. And you guys, it, you know, there's some holidays going on. So hang out with the fam. It gives you plenty of time to read my 150-page book as well. Just putting that out there. Agreed. 100%. Even if you're a really slow reader. That's the real like reason why the break is is happening, is to give you a month, because we know that people have different levels of read speeds. We're just giving you time to read the book, and then we'll be back before you know it, and, and we can we'll all talk convene. about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking a break from this podcast, the Miss Murder podcast. Get Scared is pretty much... All been pre-recorded, and I have a producer for that show who does all the editing for me. Jana Batroff, you are amazing, and I love you so much. But, so that one will get updated, and that one was on a pretty big hiatus as well. But honestly, since the beginning of this year, uh, well, since all this COVID shit went down, I've just been going fast and hard, so I don't, so I wouldn't think about what was going on. And I burned myself out, so... But super excited to get back at it. And uh, you guys are amazing. And we appreciate you. And don't go anywhere. Please come back. And if you're not subscribed, do it now. So you know the second the next episode comes up. But Nick, thank you for agreeing to let me hydrate. Oh, of course. And it gives everybody more time to come up with some listener stories. Because when we come back, we should have a plethora of listener stories in the, the time that we're off. Look at the good you do. You're do so it. freaking smart. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really, but I'll take it. Thank you. Okay. I am going to pop on over to some paranormal in the news. Do aside it. from, you know, Zach Bagan and his 
ridiculous amount of money. The headline from Fox 32 Chicago says, Witchcraft Becoming Popular Quarantine Hobby. I am guilty of this, sir. It says, if you wish the year 2020 would just be over already, there's a spell for that. Some people looking for an escape or a new hobby have turned to witchcraft. And I quote, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions of witchcraft is people think it's a religion, but it's not. It's a craft first and foremost. So you can take it up regardless of what your spiritual beliefs are says Blake Malloway, co-owner of Malloway Brothers Store in Rogers Park. So it's crafting. It's like sewing. They're comparing sewing to witchcraft. I kind of like this. I kind of like it too. I mean, <laughs> I feel like there's been a very common question in the witch community for so long is that why is it considered crafting? And maybe this is what it was all along, is that it's just a different mm-hmm. style of crafting and i don't know people have probably exhausted like all of the craft online options so maybe they need something a little spicier yeah absolutely so i could read the entire story but head on over to fox 32 i thought it was really cool it's a hobby if you will that you have hobbyist witches out there like myself and the odd coven on facebook i mean i'm not the only one who's actually had time to look into stuff that they've wanted to look into for a very long time. And I think it's great. I think if it gets these people in touch with themselves, like it did me, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, I think people have to ask themselves a question too. It's like a a Ouija board is a perfect example where like you have these people who are genuinely concerned. It's like, why should I have like, listen, if Hasbro are making these boards and selling them in the store, it's meant for a fun thing that you can do with your friends the same thing with with like tarot cards like all these things that you'd kind of clump under the witchcraft uh title all this stuff is openly it's not just on like the dark web or the the depths of etsy you can go on amazon and get like witchcraft sets runes and and tarot cards and uh, you can buy spices to make spell jars all the things on amazon it's fun. It's an aesthetic. Like if you really are, if you're stripping away, if, if you don't want to look at witchcraft, quote unquote, as a religion, you look at it as an aesthetic for your home. that You can build these super cool, interesting things that have a very fascinating mm-hmm. history and you can kind of spice up your house a little bit. And that's what it is. Absolutely. My, my new jam is spell jars. And I found this, this website. It's like, Make your home feel more homey. Three top spell jars to do that. I mean, it's it's not double bubble toil and trouble. It's it is crafty at this point. And I I don't I don't know. I I consider myself a baby witch. I guess you know. Remember we had that whole story about the baby witch. Oh yeah. I mean I've I've been into it more so than I've known because it covers astrology. It covers tarot cards. It it covers meditation. That's all under the witchcraft blanket. Yep. So, I don't know. It's just a, a new way to express yourself. So, I highly recommend it to everybody. My gateway drug was meditation into tarot cards and intention candles. And now I'm making freaking spell jars and sigils. New witch who dis. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of this episode. Yep. 
Yep. I love it. And I, I feel like if anyone's going to try to like take that away from you, because everyone is also trying to find something this year that is reminding them that, hey, maybe things can get better and good vibe. It's like, yeah. the, it's like the penny on heads up. Whenever you walk by it, no matter what, you always pick it up. I think everyone's looking mm-hmm. for something. And if, it, if it's, you know, charging your, if it's like the stones and things. If that's something you're into. Oh, God, I forgot about crystals. I've been doing those for eons. Yeah, exactly. And that's a whole thing. Chris calls them rocks. (laughs) I just called them stones. So I guess we're on the same same. thing. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like everyone should be entitled to strip away the the stigma of, of what witchcraft is and allow it to be this hobby that's creating positive reinforcement for people who maybe really need it right now, especially going to the end of the year and the holidays and coming off of all this stuff. Like let, just let people do whatever they want. It doesn't even matter. And if the devil might or might not be involved at some point, just let them do it. It's fine. He's not, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's all in, it's all about you and setting your intentions and putting your vibrations out there. That's been one of the most amazing journeys for me through this whole oddity files thing i met a woman who runs a voodoo shop in my town and i actually we brought cameras in and we interviewed her and everything and i need to throw all that together and put it up on patreon but voodoo isn't as bad as people say it is none of it is witchcraft isn't as bad as it's it's all about bettering yourself and getting in tune with yourself and your ancestors in the divination. It's about respecting your ancestors, paying homage to your ancestors. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend. And it, and it sort of touches on all of that stuff. But I, I, I believe it's on Hulu, but there's a documentary called Hail Satan. But it's Hail Satan question mark is the title. And it's just about like the perception that people have of witchcraft atheism all satanism all this stuff but it's the most like uplifting documentary ever it's 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 so fascinating i love that and i highly recommend everyone if you need something to watch over the holidays (laughs) turn it on it's great it's so good oh i love it i love it so much and i i've also learned through true crime podcasts that Satanism has nothing to do with the devil. They just threw it out there to piss off the Christians. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's the whole documentary covers a lot of that because it interviews the guy who's the, who created the, the church of Satan or whatever in, in uh, Salem, Massachusetts. And it's just, it's I, again, I highly recommend it. They interview the dude and he just, he's just a troll but he's trolling people who are like spreading negativity essentially. Um, yeah. And it's just, it, it just, it touches on everything we've just talked about. And Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's. Boy, I've got some time coming up. Hopefully knock on wood. I might have to check that out. I'll send you a list of stuff. Yes, please. Do you have any other, um, what we should be watching from I am Nick Floyd? Uh, no, I mean, uh, just a friendly reminder, if you haven't watched Scare Me Yet on Shudder, please do. It's fantastic. I don't, I'm, I've been in such a lighthearted mood that I, I would say, like, definitely watch that because it'll give you the creepies, but it's, it'll make you laugh because that's what we need. Yeah. And Hail Satan is a great documentary as well. And then if you need something immediate to watch, which 
a week later when this comes out. If you haven't watched Run by this time next week on Hulu with Sarah Paulson, it's it, you've seen it a million times, but it's done really well and it's a good time. So okay. uh, very like Hitchcockian thriller. So I recommend. And is that uh, the American Horror Story guy again, Ryan? I can't think of his last it is Murphy. Not. It is not. Really? He's been pushing it on his Instagram. Good for him. Yeah. I think he just adores her so much. Oh, and yeah. I love it. It's, he, it's ad- so he good. she's so she is so good in that. Both both Sarah Paulson and then the actress who plays the daughter in the movie. They're both I mean, the movie would not work without either of them. And it only works with these two actresses in okay. the part and it's yeah it's, it's freaking movie magic is what you're saying yeah it's good sarah paulson's great and <laughs> everything but this was just so fun to watch her play and it never takes itself too seriously so it's always just a fun hour and a half super super easy super brisk and it's it's pg-13 so if you if you have family in town for the holidays and you want to put something on that's thrilling and it's something that you'd enjoy just throw it on why not yeah or, you know, if you have Amazon Prime, you want, might want to throw on uh, an episode, a tour of uh, Oddity Files mm-hmm. as well. That, mm-hmm. that might intrigue your family members. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Need more scares in your life? Well, duh, we've got you. Just head over to tinyurl.com slash get shutter, and you'll automatically get seven days free of this all horror all the time streaming network from their endless selection of the best in horror the original programming and exclusive content to their flexible membership plans shutter is exactly what you need plans start at under five bucks a month and yes you can cancel at any time i mean what are you waiting for tinyurl.com slash get shutter tinyurl.com slash get shutter G-E-T-S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Let's get scared. Okay, you may have heard or may not have heard, but our newest podcast partner is freaking Chewy, guys. I know, we we talk about our pets all the time, and we kind of love our pets a little too much, just like you guys. But we're always looking for ways to save money in these current financial times. Chewy's it. Type in tinyurl.com slash OFChewy. You help support the podcast. I personally get both our dog's food and our dog's treats and a couple other things sent on a monthly basis directly from Chewy with their subscription service. So please check it out. Please help us out by subscribing to all of your Chewy goods at tinyurl.com slash OF Chewy. My dogs will thank you. <laughs> Check out all our stuff and all our things. Uh, just go to flow.page slash oddity files. Oh. Everything's up there. And uh, speaking of witchy and astrology and all that stuff, I'm going to throw this over to Ms. Fortune for our astrology report. Hey there, oddballs. It's Jess from Miss Fortune Astrology back with another energy forecast. Neptune will be turning direct tomorrow at 7.36 p.m. here on the East Coast, 4.36 p.m. for all you left coasters. 
Neptune rules our dreams and wishes, our imagination, fantasy, delusions, disappointments, and lies. Drugs and other intoxicants come under his influence. He's the planet of spiritual enlightenment, but also of illusion, confusion, and deception. His transits bring us in touch with our own escapist tendencies, whether they're healthy, toxic, or some mix of the two. Neptune has been retrograde since late June. He backtracked from 21 degrees to 18 degrees of Pisces. His retrogrades help us to get to the bottom of why we've been deluding ourselves in some area of life. Any false realities you've constructed for yourself will have been stripped away since June, and now you're left with the harsh reality of how you avoided, escaped, or kitted yourself all this time. The rose-colored glasses have been ripped right off your fucking face. Knowing where Neptune and Pisces falls in your natal chart can clue you into exactly where this is all going down. And remember, it's always better to know specifically how you suck so that you can make improvements and not repeat the same mistakes over and over again. The biggest thing going on energetically this week is Monday's full moon eclipse in Gemini. Full moons signal a culmination, and full moon eclipses are culminations on crack. People ask me all the time what types of intentions they should set at the full moon, and I laugh and laugh because the answer is none. New moons are for setting intentions, not full moons. Full moons are for manifesting the intentions we set during the corresponding new moon, which would have happened six months prior, and letting go of anything that didn't come to fruition in that time. Moon manifestation is an actual thing, and I teach it, so hit me up if you're interested in harnessing those abilities. Generally speaking, this eclipse signifies a major ending along the Gemini-Sagittarius axis, which is the axis of learning. Gemini is where we go to gather information. Sagittarius is where we then knit that information together to form concrete belief systems. The orientation of this family of eclipses signifies that our old belief systems are coming down, and we are about to be inundated with more information than we probably ever wanted. Maybe you've noticed this happening around you already. It's been going on in earnest since May. Events that are tied to eclipses can take up to six months to unfold, and in some cases, even occur up to a month before the eclipse happens. This will be playing out in your individual lives if you have anything on or around eight degrees of Gemini, Sagittarius, or the other two mutable signs of Virgo and Pisces. The rest of the week is pretty quiet, but do prepare for an emotional hangover because the moon moves into homeside cancer on Tuesday night, and she'll be there till Friday morning. Moon and cancer brings all the feels, and tensions will already be high on the heels of Monday's eclipse. If you notice yourself getting worked up emotionally, pick up a book and start reading. Engaging that left side brain forces Righty to chill the fuck out. This is a tip that has saved me on more than one occasion and is probably the reason that all of my kids are still alive. So, you're welcome. If you're interested in what the stars have to say for you, please check out my website at misfortuneastrology.com. I offer lots of different types of tarot and astrology readings. You can also help support my small business by checking out my shop where I sell handmade crystal jewelry, candles, and all other cool merch. Use offer code 202020 to save 20% on all purchases over $20 between now and December 1st. Or don't buy a damn thing from me and just come find me on social media at misfortune1111. Ciao, ciao. I love her. Love her so much. I guess we got stories. Yeah, I guess so. This is like the shortest intro we've done. I mean, I say shortest, but like We're this is thirty the- minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Time sure flies when you're having fun on a Saturday night, my friend. You're damn right. <laughs> and Nick is so prepared that he let me know that I go first this week. And I'm pretty excited. So a couple weeks ago, we were talking about oh, it was the listener's story sent in about the Ouija board session, how it went to Zozo at the end, and how Zozo is allegedly this Ouija board demon who is the devil, I mean, for lack of a better term. So 
I, you know, as I do, I'm your anti-demon kind of chick, mm-hmm. and I didn't believe it. So I started to do the research on it, and believe it or not, somebody said absolutely everything I wanted to say and had already written it on allthatisinteresting.com. So a big round of applause for Mark Oliver. Mark, I appreciate you so much. And I'm going to read what Mark had to say. So he said, uh, the Zozo demon has allegedly harassed hundreds via Ouija board. But is this demonic force from the spirit world or from our own minds? When Darren Evans wrote about his horrifying experience with the Ouija board demon named Zozo in 2009, hundreds of people claimed that the same thing had happened to them. Did it though? Of course it did. The Zozo demon, Evans claimed, had come to him multiple times in various states. The demon sometimes pretended to be a different spirit, lied, or tried to convince Evans that it was someone else. Eventually, though, the Zozo demon couldn't help but make his truly malevolent self known. As it turns out, tales of the Zozo demon go back at least 200 years. Darren Evans told his story about the Zozo demon for the first time on March 24, 2009, on an online forum for true ghost stories. He explained how the first time he had an encounter with the demon, the Ouija board went wild and flew between the Z and the O, frantically spelling Zozo, Zozo, Zozo. Was that dramatic? (laughs) It was perfect. Awesome. Zozo said it had come to take Evans' family to paradise. Evans asked where paradise, in air quotes, or real quotes in this article, was paradise, was, and, oh, Evans asked where paradise was, and the new plastic... And the plastic arrow, known as the planchette, moved once more. Slowly, it spelled out the word, hell. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Well, it's what Evans says. He reported also that Zozo spewed some obscenities in what seemed to be Evan, no, into what seemed to Evans like Latin or Hebrew. So he didn't even know what language it was, but he knew it was obscenities. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Sweet. Off to sure. a good start here. We're, uh... Yeah. I'm not believing a fucking word he says. <laughs> Same. Um, <clears throat> Evans reported how he then rushed into the bathroom where his girlfriend had been grieving their one-year-old daughter. Nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <I laughs> They've been grieving her. She has been grieved. <laughs> where his girlfriend had been giving their one-year-old daughter a bath. <laughs> Whole different scenario. I was like not Like apples even and oranges. That is a 180. I was not, my body was not ready for that. <laughs> his girlfriend was gone. The tub was overflowing and his daughter was drowning. Oh, shit. Though he managed to rescue her at the time. Evans claimed the demon was responsible for sending his daughter to the hospital later with an inexplicable f- infection. It sounds to me like it's just bad mothering. Where was the girl? Like, you, you can't just say that she wound up in the hospital and skip the part of where did she, did, what, did she have like the kettle on for tea and she was going to pull it off? And the kid. Uh, I, I'm sure she had all the excuses. Where is that just piece? Gonna say. Where is that piece? 
I know because I saw the Ghost Adventures episode. She was a crackhead. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yep. There you go. He's, um, he's like five, five for five at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it sounds like something from out of a horror story, and it may well be. There's every reason to believe that Evans made it all up. Why, yes. Yes, there is all that is interesting.com. But his story has caught on for a reason. Because it's a tall tale. He isn't the only person who claims to have been attacked by the Zozo demon. Hundreds have described their own harrowing experiences. Indeed, the occurrence seemed so popular that a horror film on the Zozo demon called I Am Zozo... was released in 2012. Evans also made an appearance on the popular show Ghost Adventures. That's where we found out his girlfriend was a crackhead in an effort to contact Zozo. I swear to God, she was hitting on all the Ghost Adventure guys during... It was so uncomfortable. Why are they giving this guy like 15 minutes of fame? I feel like this guy (laughs) stretched one story that and just, I mean, he milked it for a long time. He must have got a hold of his girlfriend's crack pipe for a hot second is all I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. I don't know if she does crack. Oh, she okay. just seemed like she did. <laughs> it's not like on Ghost Adventure she was lighting it up and however they make crack. She, you didn't see that. You just knew. You could see it in her eyes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was being judgmental. Uh-huh. Fuck it. Okay. So... Uh, and it, then it goes into the Ghost Adventures episode. All you need to know, Crackhead, she left the baby in the bathtub. She's a horrible person. And Zozo. So he said threats began. And the Ouija board will spell out obscenities and blasphemies and promise to drag one's firstborn son down to hell. That's what Zozo does. In English? Uh it didn't say this time, so I'm going to assume no. <laughs> yeah, let's put yes. Um, I hate this guy. In quotes. <laughs> I hate this guy, too. In quotes. My nephew started running around the house screaming, Zozo, Zozo, Zozo. And we frantically made him stop. One woman wrote on another forum. The next morning, my nephew wakes me up and... As we're waking up, he asks if we can go get breakfast. So I put him in the car and pull out of the driveway. Not two minutes later, a car runs a stop sign and slams into us. People, people don't know how to drive. It has nothing to do with Zozo. Yeah, that's okay. Like, he just keeps getting worse. (laughs) It does. This is why I don't believe in Zozo. Um, (laughs) And then I still I told you I'd tell you one day. I know. So many of these stories showed up on the internet after Evan's creepy account went viral. Through some of these accounts were already out there. Evans claims that before sharing his story with the internet, he Googled the word Zozo himself and found more than a dozen blog posts describing the exact same encounter. So I'm, I'm not going to read the rest of the story because this guy's an idiot, right? I'm going to explain to you what Zozo is. So when you're doing a Ouija board session, and you're not answering questions, but you're still communicating with the spirit, the planchette doesn't just sit still. It moves, and it moves back and forth. And what's on one end? A Z. What's on the other end? An O. So it's going to spell Zozo. I had a, a circular Ouija board 
once. And the first time I used it was at a jail. And it was a friend of mine and I, we were doing a Ouija board session, and it just kept going in circles because it was shaped like a circle. And the letters were in circles. So if it was a regular Ouija board, it just would have went back and forth and Mm -hmm. back and forth. That's a good thing. That means the lines of communication are open. Zozo is not real. I'm sorry if I just pissed in your cornflakes, but that's my story. Thank you all that is interesting. (laughs) God damn. I feel like you, you had something you really needed to get off your chest. And you disguised oh. it in the form of a story from a website, and you did it. Yeah, I did. And I mean, the story was saying the exact same thing. Yeah, it just And then feels. once they pulled in this chick, I was like, oh, I saw that Ghost Adventures episode. I swear, at one point, like, her pants are unzipped, and she's all like, oh, I didn't even notice. I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> you are not going to fuck Zach Baggins during filming. I don't even know if he has a girlfriend or not. Go hit the crack pipe again. Sorry. (laughs) Listen, if he's buying $80,000 poltergeist props, he's probably single. (laughs) (laughs) He is right now actually dating one of my favorite reality stars from the 2000s, Holly Madison from Girls Next Door. She was Uh, uh, one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. Oh, okay. okay. I loved that show so much. I, what a what a time to be alive. The time of reality. Oh yeah. When it was at its finest. Yes. Yeah. Wow. What a uh, So there's my story with a little bit of soapbox box action. I am so sorry. Well, I the thing that's super interesting to me is the the Z and the O and where they are on the board that that is a, a re- I mean, to me, that that's like a definitive thing. And why it yeah. took, I mean, this guy sounds like he made a, he covered a lot of ground and had a lot of traction off his stupid story. And yeah, it's the w- internet. Why did nobody, and I guess they didn't because it's like, it's, it's better TV to say that there was a demon that existed. And it, it's like Bloody Mary. It's the same. I, I to this day, People can go on YouTube or whatever and discredit like Bigfoot sightings, but to this day, like on Reddit, you go on and everyone is coming up with their own fictional, over the top, ridiculous story. And that has been like that forever. Whereas like alien stuff, Bigfoot stuff, anything that's like cryptid related, everyone's like, this is fake, this is fake. I'm like, but what about your bullshit story over on Reddit? Like, you're, why are you not calling that stuff out when you know? I am super excited about our latest podcast partner, which is Bones Coffee Company. Coffee isn't just a drink that wakes you up in the morning. It's an experience. When you brew a pot of Bones Coffee Company coffee, they want you to have the best experience you've ever had. They only roast carefully selected beans to perfection in small batches to ensure that you get the freshest coffee delivered straight to your door. The care given to each of those small batches is evidenced through the rich, full-bodied, and exceptionally smooth taste you'll get out of every cup of Bones Coffee Company you drink. You guys, this is amazing. First and foremost, I love coffee. I love wine and I love bourbon, but I love coffee. So check it out 
and help out the podcast, go to tinyurl.com slash bonescoffee. Get your coffee fix and help out your favorite podcast. We appreciate you. Extra, extra, read all about it. Okay, so that was lame. But we have a new merch store, my friends. Head on over to tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Guys, we've got everything there. We're still adding more. The prices are much more cost effective there. And this store is so easy to navigate. What are you waiting for? Head on over to tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Get your merch on. So guys, have you heard of paraboxmonthly.com? Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal t-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay, once discovered, it'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code oddityfiles. And you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com, promo code oddityfiles. Check it out. Guys, I'm pretty excited to tell you about this new product I'm using. Soul Drops are sacred plant supplements that boost overall wellness by enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. See what I did there? Made with traditional healing plants, this special microdosing option empowers self-healing and performance optimization. Soul Drops allow you to power up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, see what I did there? With only a few drops per day, Soul Drops can empower your self-healing and optimization. Now, I'm not kidding. I found Soul Drops on a social media ad, and guys, I'm shocked at the results. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. I am shocked at the results. My moods have leveled out, and I'm sleeping better. So Soul Drops is brought to you by renowned shamanic healer and herbalist Vlada Talan. She uses an ancient process to offer all natural, legal, and safe microdosing. Her master plant formulas have transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. So I figured out a way to get you guys Soul Drops at a 10% discount. Are you ready? Head on over to souldrops.net and type in oddity files, one word, in the discount code box. I got the Master Trinity set, and I tell you what, this stuff works. So head on over to souldrops.net and remember to type oddity files, again, one word, into the coupon code to get your 10% off. And you know what? You can just thank me later. Speaking of Bigfoot aliens, have you been on the Facebook fan group le- oh, lately? Oh, I did. The the Bigfoot's on the goddamn moon. I'll take it. I want that shirt. Same. I, yes. <laughs> I want like Bigfoot It made walking. me so happy. It, yeah. I mean, great. I don't know what it is. It's I, probably some kind of paradelia or whatever, but... I'm going with Bigfoot. Three meters high? That's nine feet. That's Bigfoot. <laughs> Done. He's on the moon. He's on the moon. Yep. It's a portal. That whole theory, that is that is proven to, to, to me and the YouTube. Yeah. 
perfect. I mean, listen, 2020 has been pretty crazy, but I'll buy into this. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Let me pull up my document because I wrote a story today. I Well, you, sir, are a much better person than I. I appreciate that. Well, I've been slack. I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even read the whole story. I was like, listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Zozo is not a demon. It's exactly what I said. <laughs> well, I have been I have slacked off uh, quite a bit in the last couple weeks. So this was this was much no. needed. I needed to go hard. And I did. Oh. Did you go hard, Nick? You I just did. made it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I even named the story. So let me roll up my sleeve. Okay. So excited. I know. This is this is different, but I texted you and I said my Wait, where's your hair? I cut it all off. Nick, it looks so good. Yeah, I cut it all off. It's gone. You look like the Nick I last saw in person. Yeah, it's gone. I got no fluffies. It looks really good. Oh thanks. <laughs> Thank I'm you. sorry it took me um forty three minutes to notice. <laughs> I was wearing a beanie, so it's okay. Yeah, but still. Okay. All right. So I don't want to set this expectation early on, but I did text you before we podcasted saying that my goal was to have you cry laughing, hopefully, with this story. And I am I am ready, sir. I brought the tissues. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, so just a preface of this story, I like doing stories like this because while they might not necessarily be paranormal or supernatural, doing them on this podcast opens the door to allow you to feel however you want about them and that's that so you file it where you see it without further ado yes exactly and if if it's an oddity file then score score (laughs) yeah anyway nothing Uh, (laughs) so the name of this story is the unluckiest luck is the is the name I like that. And here we go. Hang on, I'm going to take a sip of water. Oh, you'll have to add in somewhere, and that story goes a little something like this, because I forgot. Oh, yeah, perfect. (laughs) All right. 2020 has been quite the year. In fact, some would call it one of the shittiest years in recent memory. (laughs) Hell, just this week, I had a COVID scare, I stepped on a nail, and I broke two of my toes. (laughs) Surprise. You broke your toes? <laughs> yeah, two of them. <laughs> My husband is self-quarantined right now because we don't know if he has it or not. Oh, that was me all week. But oh, I got te- the test came back negative, so it, it... Yeah, we're still waiting on the test results. Yeah, mine took a, took a hot minute. Uh, <laughs> one thing we can all agree on is that our own personal experiences throughout 2020 can be viewed as either fortunate or unfortunate, good or bad, lucky or unlucky. So instead of focusing on the paranormal or supernatural today, we're going to focus on misfortune. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Not just any kind of misfortune, the misfortune of one man who will hopefully act as a reminder that maybe things are going far better for you than it might seem. <laughs> yes. Okay. So strap in. Strapped. Here we go. It all started in Croatia in 1929 with the birth of a man by the name of Frane Selik. Frane was a seemingly ordinary man who went on to become a music teacher. But in January 1962, his life took quite the turn. 
Frain was riding a train through a cold, rainy canyon. Everything was going well. It was relaxing and the view was nice until the train flew off the tracks and crashed into the freezing cold river below. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah, it's pretty bad. While 17 passengers drowned in this unfortunate accident, Frain managed to swim to safety, suffering a broken arm and hypothermia. <laughs> Could have been worse. <laughs> a pretty unluckily lucky situation, wouldn't you say? Well, this was just the beginning of Frain's uh, escapades in cheating death. Wow, that's nuts. Uh, a year later, in 1963, Frain had gotten word that his mother had fallen ill. Having never flown before, he knew the quickest way to, to her would be by plane. Upon arriving to the airport, he was told that the earliest flight was already booked. After some persuasion, the airline let him sit in the plane's rear with the flight attendant. Everything was going well. It was relaxing, and the flight was smooth. Until just before the plane landed... When one of the plane's doors flew open, sucking both him oh. and the flight attendant right out of the goddamn plane. No way! That's another worst nightmare! Shortly after this happened, the plane crashed. 17 passengers, the flight attendant, and two pi pilots had all died upon impact. But Frain woke up in the hospital, being told that he was found in a haystack, knocked unconscious. He was completely no. fine. He is the luckiest motherfucker ever. Oh, but wait, there's more. <laughs> for nine ninety nine. For nine ninety nine for three three payments. Three years later, in nineteen sixty six, after his luck with trains and planes, uh, he decided to take the bus. Everything was going okay. well. It was re relaxing, and the view was nice, until the bus skidded across ice and plunged into a river. Four passengers drowned, but yet again, Frank was able to swim to the shore with just a few cuts and bruises. He's like, fuck, I've done this before. <laughs> this, this has happened. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a, few, <laughs> a few more years passed. The year. 1970, planes, trains, and buses were all checked off his list of modes of transportation to avoid. He was driving his car on the motorway. Everything was going well until his fuel tank exploded. No. No fucking way. The year is 1973. He stopped to get gas. Everything was going well until his car was doused with hot oil from a malfunctioning fuel pump, causing flames to shoot through his air vents. Frayne's hair was completely singed in this incident, but he was otherwise unharmed. He was completely unharmed. Oh, my God. Oh, the smell of burning hair. Is it Frayne or is it... I'm just going to call him Frank because it's, it's more enjoyable for me. Poor Frank, <laughs> call, man. Call him whatever you, you want. Know, there's, there are some people that you're like, oh, God, they're just always the victim. Frank is literally always the victim yep. that comes out unscathed. Continue. Poor guy. Poor guy. Well, I mean, not poor. I mean, I guess yes, but also no. I, it's very. Mm -hmm. It's a very confusing it's situation. It's however you see it. Yeah. 1995. After 22 years of being accident-free, He Frank, probably just stayed home. He probably did for 22 years. <laughs> and then he left the house. And yeah. <laughs> You know, after 22 accident-free years, Frayne thought that he had beaten this wild streak of misfortune. He decided 
it was a beautiful day for a walk. No buses, no, no trains, no planes, no cars. Everything was going well. Until, boom, he was struck by a fucking bus. No. <gasps> There's no way he survived that. He did. He only sustained minor injuries. Get the fuck out. Frank, you're my hero. It's crazy. Uh, a year later, in 1996, he was taking a road trip back behind the wheel of a car. As he was coming around a mountain curve, a United Nations truck was speeding towards him head on. He swerved into the guardrail, which gave way under the force of his car. He was ejected from the car when the door flew open from the force. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He managed to hold on to a tree, and he watched as his car plummeted down a 300-foot gorge. Frank, you are a survivor. He's a legend, is what he is. He's a goddamn legend, Nick. You're right. This... Seventh and final time was the final time that Frayn would cheat death. In 2003, two days after his 73rd birthday, his bad luck and misfortune seemed to have come to an end. Fane won $1.1 million in the lottery. What? There's no fucking way that ever happened. You are making this shit up. I swear to God, I'm not. With this money, he decided to buy a luxurious home only to sell it seven years later in 2010 to return to a humble life with his fifth wife. He didn't actually have five wives. He's just been married. This was the fifth time he's been married. And okay. he said, quote, all I need at my age is my Katerina, which is his fifth wife. Money would not change anything. When she arrived, I knew then that I really did have a charmed, blessed life. He also said, you could look at it two ways. I was either the unluckiest man in the world or the luckiest. I prefer to believe the latter. Oh. It gets better. It gets better. He spent some more of his winnings on a hip operation, which I imagine he needed having been in a plane crash bus crash wow. all the and things. in his 70s <laughs> and on a shrine to the virgin mary and thanks for his good fortune in 2010 mm -hmm. he decided to give most of the remaining money away to relatives and friends after deciding to live a frugal lifestyle as far as we know frayne Selleck, who is a nine, who is 91 years old now is still living that frugal happy and accident free life so just remember <sighs> when things are at their worst and I mean their absolute worst, one insanely lucky and magical thing could happen to you. Yes. Oh. You. My sources for the story are Wikipedia that. and Ripley's.com. So good. So I hope, I'm just going to call him Mr. Sella because I respect the fuck out of him for seeing the bright side in his life. Are you kidding me? We need more of this in our lives, people. I'm jumping back up on my soapbox. I'm not talking demons. I'm looking at you, Mr. and Miss Listener. Put a fucking smile on your face right now. Look at the bright side. It, you know, it's something like this where, like, if you are truly, genuinely interested and or a believer in the paranormal or supernatural, there is maybe some merit to this and the shit that went wrong and what he might have pissed off and what he might have done and 
then two completely turn that around and I, maybe there is something to it. I don't know. I I feel like it's the opposite of a curse. He was blessed and he was chosen to survive all this death and destruction. Hanging from a tree after you're ejected from your car? That's like that's like cartoon Yeah, that's like shit. Vin Diesel and Fast that and the Furious happen. is what that's, that is. Yeah. Exactly. It's not wily e. Coyote yeah. shit, it's, you know. But wow, yeah. I love that he's like, you know what? The glass is half fucking full. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm, the whole process of it, like, like this week was not a good week for me. Like when when all those things happen, yeah. I'm just like, you know, I'm working all this these hours. I'm, I stepped on a fucking nail. I broke two toes. I you know, had a COVID scale. Like it's just, everything was stacking up. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do something for the podcast. And so I Googled unluckiest person and it was just a plethora of, uh, which I've used that word twice now to show that I am educated. Apparently, uh, (laughs) there are a lot of, uh, just, it was like story after story after story. It was just all of these different articles about this man. And I was like, that was the cosmos telling you it could be oh, worse. Oh, absolutely. Mister. It 100% with everybody. Yeah. It could I mean I think it could be worse. And so it felt fitting for the week that I had had but yeah. also that this was the last episode we were going to do for a hot minute. It felt like the right story to be like, "Hey everybody, things are pretty shitty, but you know, you could, could have be been worse. sucked out of an airplane." Yep. <laughs> you could have plunged into the cold water in your train car that does terrifying no i love that so much and i love how you took it from me yelling at everybody zozo's not a demon too you guys just love one another and like be happy (laughs) oh yep i feel well done (laughs) and and today was the day we started a cult so congratulations there you go (laughs) <laughs> You've got the book. We've got the message yeah, of man, <laughs> Join us, please. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. No, that was I really enjoyed that story. That was kind of what I needed to hear, I think, and I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I you know what? Think about it. Look back on your year. Something good has to have come from this, whether it's spending a little more time with your kid, spending a little more time with your spouse or whatever, focusing on a hobby that you've wanted to tweak. Some Everybody's gotten one good thing out of this year. Yeah, bullshits went down, but look back on it. I, mean, I never would have written a fucking book, but I had time to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, and this leads me to how great... It, how grateful let me go back to my first train of thought how grateful we are to all of you and um you guys are kind of the best and that's why nick wants you to see the bright side and i want to yell at you about yeah, demons. i was gonna say one of the highlights of my year has been this whole thing and and i don't get on the facebooks oh. often but knowing that there's a a place that i can jump in it, when I'm on Facebook, I've just been very anti-Facebook recently. But when I when I jump on there, knowing that there's a community of like-minded people that that uh, allow both of us to get crazy and 
silly and and throw yeah. wild theories, but are also sharing stories and and opening themselves up and and stuff. I mean, I I love going yeah. that. Even though I'm not interacting on the Facebook, I am going on and I'm reading and seeing all the the things that you're saying. And it's great to know that that there is a group that's there, a community that's there. And I wouldn't be a part of that if it wasn't for this whole shindig. Mm-hmm. So. There are good things. I'm so glad you're here as well. So yeah, we in you know, you know, just in time for the day after Thanksgiving, know that we are grateful for each and every one of you. But this weekend, I mean this day, today. <laughs> yes, today's a day. Super great. This is why I'm taking a break, people, because I podcast and I can't talk. So <laughs> this day. Today. I'm super grateful for Evan because Evan sent in another story. Evan was the one that wrote the story about the cat that was being bothered, and he actually lost that cat. It was Edie. Um, She went over the Rainbow Bridge, but we've officially made her a mascot of our show, along with um, Mr. Predicto, who's been silent lately. I don't know what his problem is, but it's Edie is the mascot of the show. But here's what Edie's owner had to say he said hey it's evan again since i shared a story with a happy ending last time oh look at this emotional roller coaster we got going on this week i thought i'd switch gears and tell you the most unsettling thing that's ever happened to me it's been over a decade and sometimes i still have nightmares when i was 14 my grandfather died and his cell phone and his phone number was one of the miscellaneous things nobody knew what to do with it ended up with me because i didn't have one and for the next few weeks after his death people would call now and then asking for grandpa because of this i got used to numbers i didn't recognize calling repeatedly and honestly i was getting frustrated because i really didn't need to be reminded that he was dead let alone argue with senile old people who didn't even remember going to his funeral and thought i was lying (laughs) Evan, I love your stories. (laughs) One day, the phone rang and I picked it up thinking it was Grandpa's neighbor again asking where he was. It wasn't. I wish it was. It was my grandfather's voice. And all he said was, hello, Evan, this, this is your grandpa. And that's all I let him get out before I hung up. Threw the phone across the room and basically flattened myself up against the wall in terror, crying. I was sobbing in an absolute mess when the phone rang again and again, and finally I picked it up on the third time he called. The voice of my grandfather said in exactly the same way he would have in his life, listen here, you little shit. (laughs) I stopped him and shouted back, no, you listen here, you jackass. (laughs) My grandfather is dead, and I don't know how you're doing this, but it isn't funny. Ghosts aren't real, and this is just mean. Let him rest and let us grieve, you heartless prick. God, you know I haven't used the word prick in a long time. That was one of my mom's favorite words when I was growing up. That prick. Okay, anyway. um, The caller hung up, and I was still an emotional mess. My dad walked into my room and just then asked me why I was yelling. He saw me holding the phone and asked if someone called. I lied. I told him a friend of mine wasn't answering his cell phone, and I needed his help with my homework. Dad shrugged and clearly didn't believe me. But he walked out of the room, saying as he left, just to do my best on the assignment and hope it was enough. 
I never told him what really happened. Either he wouldn't have believed me or what? Be angry that I yelled at his dad? Be upset that his dad tried to reach out to me instead of him? Maybe he'd want me to try and contact grandpa so he could talk to him. I didn't know what to do, so I did nothing. A few years ago, after I moved out of my parents' house, I discovered a possible explanation as to why I was contacted. My childhood bedroom was next to a storage room full of cabinets, and while my sister was searching through the cabinets, something fell on her and covered her in dust. She found out and eventually got it to me that the dust was actually grandpa's ashes. The container holding his remains was in the cabinet closest to my bedroom. I had to bite down hard to avoid blurting out this whole story to my family when they told me. They thought the ashes falling on my sister was hilarious, but all I could think of was how it connected to the chilling phone call I got from a very disgruntled ghost. Thanks again for reading. I hope it's useful for your show, or at least brought you some enjoyment. Evan, I love your stories, I'm just saying. I've been promoting the podcast as best I can so my friends can spend October getting in the spooky mood. So this is a little old, but Evan, Evan, you're the best. That's like the thing about, I like a good story that feels grounded. And every time Evan sends stuff, it's, it's just, it's so grounded and feels, it feels like anybody can have these experiences, but also Mm -hmm. It feels very special and specific to just him. So it's, yeah, I I, always such a joy to to hear him send stuff. And I love that. And it's so funny when I'm I'm reading, I didn't read this before I put it up. I mean, I did, but it was like back in October and, you know, I'm Alzheimer's (laughs) years old. And um, (laughs) I, I was reading like, why is he yelling at his grandpa? Because I just assumed it was grandpa calling. That's where my head's <laughs> yep. at right now. Yeah, guys, send in your stories. Like Nick said earlier, we're going to take this full circle. If you've sent one before and you have another one, like Evan, send it in. We love, love, love to read your stories. And guys, this is our, our happy holidays to you all. And spread the word while we're in our little off season and... Again, like we keep saying, we just really appreciate you guys and you spreading the word and doing the shares and the retweets. And um, if you're looking for a stocking stuffer this year, head on over to Amazon and search for I'd Rather Talk to Dead People. You literally took the words I was going to say. And if you have friends who enjoy the paranormal, please (laughs) check out I'd Rather Talk to Dead People. Available now at all Amazon and Barnes and Noble stores. Exactly. <laughs> online. online. On the, it's on the internet. <laughs> and you should be on the internet anyway because we're in the middle of a pandemic if you haven't heard. So. Exactly. Yeah. So. Online shop. Have a drink. Replay some old podcasts. Read a book. And uh, stay safe. Stay motivated. Stay hydrated. And mask up, bitches. <laughs> yes. That. I want to get back to work. Same. Oh, a weird is a new cool. Oh, yeah, go stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oddity Files is part of the Just What I Needed network. We hope we're just what you needed. The podcast is brought to you by the Oddity Files TV show. Have you heard of it? Have you watched it? Head on over to Amazon Prime Video and check out Oddity Files. 
a three-season investigative paranormal show. Music provided by James Grice. Please support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Give a little, give a lot. It helps support the podcast. And we appreciate our producers, Donald Blanchflower, Doug Malden-Locke, and Ryan Hoke. We have a merch store. Can't get enough of Oddity Files? Wear us on your body. tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Please support our partners. Every little bit helps. Rate, review, and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts. It's what helps us get the word out there. And you know, we can always use a new weirdo or two. Come hang out with us on our Facebook fan group. Just search Oddity Files fan group. All kinds of fun stuff. You can win things. You can read memes. You can buy cool shit. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Okay, go. I'm done. What are you still doing here? Just get out of here. God, I love Ferris Bueller.